0: Well, if you'd like to sit, we're going to have our Bible reading.
1: Today's reading is taken from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 14, beginning at verse 32. It can be found on page 55 in the New Testament section of the Church Bible. In this reading we read of Jesus praying to his Father in the Garden of Gethsemane concerning his coming death, followed by his betrayal and arrest. They went to a place called Gethsemane and he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter James and John and began to be distressed and agitated and he said to them I am deeply grieved even to death remain here and keep awake and going a little further he threw himself on the ground and prayed that if it were possible the hour might pass from him he said Abba Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake, and pray that you might not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words, and once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough! The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, and with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi! And kissed him and then they laid hands on him and arrested him but one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest cutting off his ear and then Jesus said to them have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit day after day I was with you in the temple teaching and you did not arrest me but let the scriptures be fulfilled all of them deserted him and fled a certain young man was following him wearing nothing but a linen cloth they caught hold of him but he left the linen cloth and ran off naked This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thank you, Teresa. I wonder if you heard anything there that you've never noticed before. I'm amazed how very often when I look back at a passage or I look through a passage again, um, particularly when I was preparing for today, I, I, I pick out things there that I've never actually n- noticed before, never really sort of picked up. And I wonder if we, we do pay enough attention when we're having it read to us, whether we're actually picking up and picking out things that we haven't seen before. We should always be on the, on the alert, I think, to, to see if there's something there. Oh, um, uh, let, let, let's pray. Oh, Jesus, light, light of the world, come and illumine any darkness within us and around us. Show us now your path and your ways in our use of words, in the way we speak, and the way we pray. We welcome you, the light of life. Amen. Well, we are in the, the fifth uh, session in the Mark series, focusing in Mark 14 today on Jesus in Gethsemane in prayer uh, prior to his arrest. Of course, we usually look at this particular uh, account in Holy Week uh, in the run-up to Good Friday but, you know, there's much there, sort of out of season, as it were, uh, to teach us, to, to challenge us, and to encourage, encourage us as we pick up, I think, in it, uh, uh, on the transforming power of prayer. Yes, we're in Gethsemane, immediately after the, the Last Supper, at which there's been that vivid reminder by Jesus of his body-broken body broken for us and his blood shed for us. We're in this garden on the Mount of Olives and Jesus is there with Peter, James and John. He's deeply distressed, he's troubled, he's painfully grieved, so much so that he actually falls to the ground, his posture matching his inner turmoil. And you know in all of this, this is Jesus revealing his full humanity and the fear that Jesus was experiencing was entirely normal and natural. As a fully human being, Jesus understandably felt fear and aversion to the suffering and the death that he knew that would, that would come his way in the coming hours. You know, no sane human being could face the prospect of execution by crucifixion without that strong sense of dread. But far more than, than that, more, more than just fear of the physical pain that awaited him, Jesus was also distressed by the, the spiritual ordeal that he was about to go through He knew that on that cross he would have the weight of the whole world's sin upon his shoulders. On that cross he would shortly experience the wrath of God, the settled anger of God against the sins of the world would be totally focused on him. He would be taking the blame in our place and he would be separated for a while totally separated and cut off from his father and he knew that he would go through all absolutely everything that we don't have to he would be punished in our place no wonder that he was fearful and distressed and how we should always be grateful for what he went through to clear our guilt before God I wonder if we ever stop if we ever think and pause to express our individually our gratitude to him oh Let's pause for a moment now and just do that in silence. Wow, what he did for us. Well, deeply distressed and troubled, overwhelmed with sorrow, what did he do? Well, that night amongst those ancient olive trees, he prayed as no man has ever prayed. Both Mark and Matthew record the three times that Jesus prayed. But Luke adds that Jesus prayed with an intensity which made blood drop from his brow. Jesus sweated blood in that time of prayer, intense and intimate, almost beyond terms of description. And you know, there's so much to learn here about prayer in the example of the Master. It teaches us the vital necessity of prayer at all times, even when the times are at their hardest, and seem intolerable. You know, when this cruel, this most crucial and demanding action in the world's history was about to happen, it just had to be rooted in prayer. Oh, and how we must recognize that each new day and all that lies ahead needs to be placed in prayer in the hands of our loving Lord so that he can shepherd us through that day and whatever awaits us. It teaches us of the value and the need for shared prayer. You see, Jesus longed for the encouragement of this prayer time to be shared with Peter, James and John. But the disciples were too tired. They fell asleep and they failed him. How this prompts me to mention how often we've been disappointed with a poor attendance at church prayer meetings. Were too many too tired and asleep? Or simply not bothered and not convinced of the value and the need for shared prayer. How Jesus must have been disappointed and how he must be disappointed when we fail to come together in shared prayer. It teaches us that there is value in repeated prayer. Jesus prayed for the same thing over and over again, three times here. He prayed that the suffering, he refers it to a cup of suffering, he prayed that that suffering that awaited him might be taken away. And you know, repetition shows God that we mean business. It's all too easy and too shallow and cheap oh, to pray and then walk away. And think no more about it. To keep on praying reveals both our determination and our confidence in approaching and laying it before our Lord and Saviour. It teaches us too to be honest and heartfelt in prayer. What did Jesus say? Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me yet not what i want but what you want you know that prayer was honest and heartfelt with jesus sharing exactly what was on his heart there was no pretense there was there there was no false piety jesus was painfully honest about his emotions about that fear of the cross and his desire for a way out. And take note too how it's an intimate prayer. I don't see any formality there, do you? I see a real conversation between a child and his dad, and his father. Abba, he says, Dad. Oh, Dad, says Jesus, showing how he knows God intimately as his father, not as a distant deity or an angry judge. And see too that this is very much a prayer of faith. Jesus believes in the power of God to answer prayer. He says all things are possible for you. I wonder if we always pray with that same faith and expectancy, confident that God is listening and can act, even if the answer is not exactly what we prayed for. But in the end, it's not what I want, but what you want. What do we pray Sunday when we, or each time we say the Lord's Prayer? Your will be done. You see, God could not answer Jesus' prayer in the affirmative, Had he done so, our salvation would not have been achieved and we would not have been rescued. Our sins would not have been paid for. So Jesus humbly submitted himself to the wisdom of his Father and of course, as we know, at that great personal cost to himself. But Christ's obedience to the will of God brought forgiveness and eternal life to the world how once again we thank God that Jesus said in obedience yes Lord your will be done see Jesus was close to his father God he prayed with faith and expectancy and with that clear objective expressing all that he longed for in his humanity but above even that He wanted God the Father's will to be done. And you know, when we pray, let's remember that we're not seeking to manipulate God. In prayer, we open up to God, always ready to welcome and to surrender to his good and perfect will. And it's as we accept in obedience his will, his way, whether it be what we'd asked for or something totally different. It's then that as we do welcome it and surrender ourselves to it that we receive his transforming power to be, to act, and to speak as he directs. Oh, let's pray. Thinking of the words of the hymn, Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? Oh, we should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden, burdened with a load of care? Jesus is our mighty Saviour. He will listen to our prayer. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus that we can come to you so freely and offload our burdens, our trials, and our cares. In your grace and love and transforming power, you enable us to rest in you and your way forward. We rest in your will being done.